When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Star Wars 7x7, episode 1989. Today, it's a Mandalorian briefing. We're talking about The Prisoner. This is chapter 6 from season 1 of the Disney Plus TV series. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. So this is a full spoiler briefing for The Mandalorian, so if you have not seen Chapter 6 entitled The Prisoner and don't want it spoiled for you, then save this episode for a later date. Otherwise, if you're good with me diving into the details and talking about the show, well then let's dive right in. I want to say right at the top that I'm starting to get a little restless with this, alright? We are six episodes in and... Of those six, two episodes have been about the main story arc in this season, and four have been very much episode of the week situations. Now, the episodes have been good, I've enjoyed them, and they've all had kind of a different flavor between those four episode of the week things, so that's been cool in its way, but I really am starting to get restless. Oh man, I want them to get back to the main conflict. And the format of this particular episode is very similar to the format of the previous episode, which is Mandalorian lands at a place, needs to get some work so he can pay for fuel and food and supplies and whatnot, gets into trouble, gets out of trouble, Baby Yoda is in jeopardy in some fashion and he has to save Baby Yoda, and they're done. And they're off to whatever the next adventure or the next way station is going to be. Pretty straightforward. But the implementation has been interesting, and I will say that I found this episode to be more interesting than the last one comparatively. It had more tension and earlier surprise. I know that I said, you know, sort of the first surprising moment for me was the shooting of Fennec Shand in the episode that we saw last week, but this time I was not expecting Mando to get kicked into the prison cell and left behind. That was a surprise development. Even when we find out that it's this guy Quinn who apparently Mando left behind previously, yeah, I suppose that's enough to telegraph that this could be a problem, but it was an immediate problem, and the tension of the episode was pretty well done. It was kind of like a combination of the scenes on the Aravana with the Rathtars from The Force Awakens and the blast doors being opened and closed, and also the final sequence in Rogue One with that New Republic corridor, dark and reddened from the light of Vader's lightsaber, you know, kind of mixed with maybe a little bit of alien kind of stuff. Yeah, so it, the vibe I think was really well done and we got to see the Mandalorian really dominate in his fighting prowess in a way that I don't think we've seen before so much. I mean, yeah, you know, he definitely shot up his share of bounty hunters when he was trying to get off Navarro in Chapter 3, and he handled the Trandoshans when they attacked him in Chapter 2. 
Uh, he you know did take out his share of the people guarding the child in chapter one, but it was really kind of overwhelming. In this case, I feel like I saw the most competent of the Mandalorian skills out of any episode that we've had so far. And the Mandalorian's use of comedians continues in this episode with Bill Burr, who plays Mayfeld, the leader of this gang of bounty hunters that go out on this mission. And also the droid is played by, oh, here we go with pronunciation, Richard Ayode, A-Y-O-A-D-E. Uh, so he is a comedian as well. So yeah, it's really fascinating how you know, this is the casting that's happening. And one that I did not really realize at all, but Shan, the Twi'lek, is played by the same person who played Nymphadora Tonks in the Harry Potter series. <laughs> Never would have picked that up at all. That was pretty impressive. And speaking of characters and the actors playing them, uh, you know, I guess you could file this under fan service in a way, but... It's really more Easter eggy, I think, than anything else. So the lone New Republic guy on the prison transport ship, that's Matt Lanter, and he does the voice of Anakin Skywalker in the Clone Wars cartoon series. Then you have the Deveronian, Berg, that's the giant guy with the horns. He's played by Clancy Brown, and Clancy Brown was in both the Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels. And then those three X-Wing pilots that show up at the end, those three are all directors of episodes of The Mandalorian. So you have Dave Filoni, who is the creator of Star Wars Rebels and the Star Wars Clone Wars TV series. He's one of them named Trapper Wolf, naturally, because he has a big wolf thing. And Deborah Chow is another one of the pilots. And then Rick Famuyiwa, hopefully I'm saying that right, uh, is the third of the X-Wing pilots. And he is a director of multiple episodes of the series, including this one, as it turns out. And I think the thing I enjoyed most about this episode, more so than the exchange between Bill Burr and the Mandalorian, where he finds out that Bill Burr's character was an Imperial sharpshooter, and the Mandalorian says, that's not saying much, to which Bill Burr says, I wasn't a stormtrooper, bleep. <laughs> that was good stuff. Stuff. I enjoyed that. And then Bill Burr Mayfeld dropping baby Yoda. Oh my gosh. He actually dropped the baby. I can't believe it. And he, he left it in. It was like, I don't know if he meant to do that or if it was intentional or if it was just one of those things that, well, it happened while they were filming in one of the takes and they thought, ah, oh, let's leave it. I don't know, but that was pretty amazing. But the thing that I enjoyed the most was just how casual workaday Dave and Rick and Deborah were as X-Wing pilots. Like, oh, look, they're launching a gunship. And they just start laying into it. Like, just the discussion between the three of them was so casual. It was really awesome. Like these pilots have been, you know, going around on these missions for so long. <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, this is going on. Oh, yeah, blah. Like just <laughs> perfect. I loved it. All right. I'm going to take a quick break and <laughs> grab a glass of water. And then we're going to talk about the log lines of the last two episodes because they're out there and they Kind of tell us a little something, but, you know, it makes me wonder if, well, I'll get there. Hang on just a second. Hey, Rebel Razor. I've made some changes to the asteroid belt level at patreon.com slash SW7X7, and they are all with sponsors in mind. So if you want to get the word out about your business, your product, your service to a dedicated Star Wars audience, then please check out patreon.com slash SW7X7 and look for the asteroid belt level for details. Again, that's patreon.com slash SW7X7. 
Welcome back. So we don't yet know the titles of chapters 7 and 8 of The Mandalorian, but we do have the log lines for them. So for chapter 7, it's going to be an old rival extends an invitation for The Mandalorian to make peace. Who that old rival is? It's hard to say. I mean, so far he's kind of left everyone for dead or just left them dead. I don't think it could be Grief Karga because... I don't think Grief was a rival, right? He was running the guild, so that doesn't quite fit. So it seems like it might be somebody that, you know, maybe we saw briefly in a previous episode, but I have a feeling this is going to be a new character. And then for Chapter 8, we have the Mandalorian comes face-to-face -face with an unexpected enemy. So that does seem like Moff Gideon, potentially, but... Who knows, there may still be a surprise or two left up the sleeves of the creators of The Mandalorian. I will say that now with the three directors appearing here in Chapter 6, that every single director has appeared in the show, with the exception of Bryce Dallas Howard. So, you know, if they want to be completists about this, they got to get her involved in an episode. So hopefully they manage to pull that off. Anyway, there you go. That is the Mandalorian briefing for Chapter 6, The Prisoner. And that is going to do it for today's episode of the show. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the Parsec you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.